don't remember. Oh, this is this podcast is so informative. Uh huh. But basically, do you want to look it up quick, and we can just cut yeah. the the intervening time. This is Felix Dragsdale through the Marvel Universe, where Felix, that's me, drags me through the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> it's a podcast where we do nothing but movie spoilers and talk about America's ass. God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so glad that was in the movie. <laughs> Today, we are talking about Avengers Endgame, a time heist movie where Captain America fights himself without realizing it's himself from the future, and Thor gets fat. Endgame came out on April 25th slash 26th, 2019. It is the 10th of 10 films of the Phase 3 area of the Mars. Actually, so I don't oh, know. <laughs> I don't know if we're correct or someone else is correct, but someone said that the end of Phase 3 is far from home. What the fuck? Oh, that's the Spider-Man, Spider-Man one. But that sounds crazy. But they did do the same thing with Ant-Man. So I don't know. You're just going to have to use your personal bat phone to Kevin Feige <laughs> and ask him about his stupid phases. I'd love to, except for not really, because he's one of those people that like talks in like very PR, like no real answers sentences. I'd be really happy if there wasn't a phase four. <laughs> There's going to be. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so I, I wrote down, have we seen this movie before? The, the answer was no, nope. because it just came out. We went to see it on opening night at 1.40 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> Go see our picture on Twitter. I look very excited about the chairs, and you look super cool. Mm-hmm. Holding it together, Felix. Shall we talk about who's in this movie? You must be the famous Pepper Potts. I am Loki. I am I am Iron Man. Agent Coulson. The short answer to this question is like everybody. Except Agent Coulson. Is in this movie. <laughs> Except Agent Coulson. Yeah. Were you dead before? Doesn't matter. Still in this movie. Mm-hmm. Do I not recognize you? Doesn't matter. You're still in this movie. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I know everybody because I just watched all the damn movies. So you want to speed round this? Yes, I do. I um, I probably missed some people, but I divided them into things. Okay. Okay. Surviving Avengers. Captain Marvel. Carol Danvers. Brie Larson. Iron Man. Tony Stark. Robert Downey Jr. Pepper Potts. Gwyneth Paltrow. Slash Iron Pepper. <laughs> I don't know what her superhero name is. Iron Potts. Iron Potts. <laughs> That's like a real thing. Uh, Baby Potts. Morgan. They have a baby. <laughs> well, it's like a teenager. Oh, no, it's the she's a child. Who had the teenager? You are terrible at this children game. Keep there were going. so many children. What happened to Spoon uh, Brown? <laughs> Colonel Bestie, uh, Rhodey, and Don Cheadle? Yeah. Yep. Captain America, Chris Evans, Black Widow, Scarlett Johansson, Thor, Chris Hemsworth, Hulk slash Bruce Banner, Mark Ruffalo, uh-huh. Nebula. Don't know her actress. Karen Jillian. Here we go. Uh, Wong. The librarian. Benedict, Benedict Wong. Wong. <laughs> um, surviving regular people, although Pepper Potts could be put in this too. Valkyrie is not a regular. Well, I didn't. She wasn't an Avenger. Asgardian. <laughs> and I didn't have a category for Asgardian. This lightning round is not working out. <laughs> okay. 
We've got Meek. We've got Valkyrie. We've got that rock guy. What's his name? He has a name. Oh, yeah. I didn't look it up. I just put it down and it's that rock guy. I learned played by Taika Waititi. Didn't know that. I didn't know that either because I have no idea who that is. The director of Thor Ragnarok. Oh, my God. You just get to put yourself in these things if you're the director. Korg. Korg. Valkyrie played by uh, Tessa Thompson. Revived Avengers. Black Panther. T'Challa. Chadwick Boseman, Doctor Strange, Doctor Stephen Strange. God, I'm gonna punch you in the head by the time we're done with this. Benedict Cumberbatch, Peter Parker, Spider Man, Tom Holland, Scarlet Witch, Elizabeth Olsen. Does she have a real name? Wanda Maximoff. Yes. Falcon. Sam Wilson. Don't know his name. I don't either. Keep going. Uh, Bucky Barnes, Cinnamon Roll. <laughs> Winter Soldier, <laughs> Sebastian Stan. Okay. Uh, Maria Hill. Yay! I never remember her. I know her name, but I it's never Colby remember some, it. Smothers. Something like that. Um, Something like that. Um, I didn't see her in it, but I saw her name in the credits. She's at the funeral. Okay. Uh, Nick Fury also at the funeral. Uh, Samuel Spo- L. Jackson. Spoiler: Somebody dies. Somebody dies. <laughs> okay. Also, while we're talking about who's in this movie, skipping way way ahead, oh, okay. there's a funeral scene at the end. Spoiler alert, someone dies. Multiple people die. They're like going through each of the like clusters of the Avengers and like showing everyone at the funeral. And then when they scroll to the the shield people, it's like this random boy. He's like early twenties. And then Maria and then uh Carol and okay, Nick Fury. So, so me and the web guy had a theory about this that he is the um the garage potato gun kid for <gasps> Iron Man oh, 3. I love that kid. I hope that's who it is. Well, he's supposed to also be five years in the future. So yeah. Knows. Um, Revived regular people. Hawkeye. Uh, not, Clint not, Barton. Not Hawkeye. Family. Family Hawkeye Barton. Oh, well, we left Hawkeye out then. <laughs> Played by Jeremy Renner. <laughs> Uh, this was, I apparently don't like him very much. I liked him in this movie. I never used okay. to like him. He survived. The rest of his family didn't, and they got revived. Mm. So it's Laura, the boy, the girl, and Nathan. Cause I only Who remember. all looked too old to me. But then again, I suppose Age of Ultron was like years ago. Yes. So it'd be okay. like, how long ago was that? Because she was like Why? pregnant. Okay, remember that there are two boys. Yeah. Age of Ultron came out in 2015. Okay. So that was almost five years ago. Uh, Groot, Drax, Mantis, Princess Shuri, played by Vin Diesel, Dave Bautista. Don't remember Mantis' actress name. Palm something. Don't remember Shuri's actress's name. (laughs) Uh, We left out Rocket, too. And the rest of the Guardians of the Galaxy. You know what? I told you that I left a bunch of people out. So Rocket, Bradley Cooper, Star-Lord, Peter Quill, Chris Pratt. Got revived. Gamora. Didn't get revived. What's her name? Zoe Saldana. Saldana. Anyone else? No. (laughs) Everybody was in this. Everybody. Baddies. Thanos. How is this a lightning round anymore? It just, there's a lot of people in this movie. Okay. Okay. You know, if we want to do a lightning round, we should have filled this all out before. Okay, then I don't care. Ebony Ma. Okay, 
Uh, oh, there's also all the other Black Panther people. Nope. Like, uh, nope. Nope, we're done. <laughs> okay. Angela Bassett and... Uh, I don't remember seeing Angela Bassett in there. She's in there. You remember those giant hats? Nope. And then... um. I had to take all the notes. Okoye. And also, this got really boring at the end when everybody showed up. That was such a good part. No, it wasn't. So I was staring at you. I was doing. I was doing the thing where I was like, big fight scene, and then I'd look over at you, and then you'd look over at me. Oh. And I know because you looked over at me and made eye contact. Mm-hmm. Because I was excited. Oh, that was excited eye contact, mm-hmm. not. Oh my god! I can't believe this fight scene is going on so long. That How am I going to ever so good. take notes on this? So, of all those people, mm-hmm. who gets new haircuts? Oh my god! Like everyone. <laughs> okay, well, let's start with the most obvious. Black Scarlett Widow. Johansson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She goes from that short blonde thing to this like long red and blonde thing like semi curly it was like a combination of all of the haircuts and colors she's ever had (laughs) it's like kind of curly and long but kind of blonde (laughs) kind of red yeah it it was one of those things where like there were multiple colors in there Mm -hmm. an ombre but not really it was a pretty stark red to blonde yeah she looked like an orange cream school Okay, <laughs> you go with that. It's a cherry creamsicle. They have those. Okay. Okay, Chris Evans. Shaved his beard. And I honestly didn't love the haircut. Too long. Whoa. He's doing the like gelling it back thing at Man with Gold. I think that was the point. It was like five years in the future, but didn't like it. Um, um Newsflash. He's my age and way yeah. too old for you. Uh, Clint, Hawkeye. Oh my god, I got a hate mohawk. I <laughs> like it. I mean, it's wider than a mohawk, but it shaved on the side. I thought it was so ugly. I didn't hate it. Ooh, but it wasn't the best. Okay. All the like twinks have that haircut. Yeah, but that would look good on them, and not on like what's his face? His squishy face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Whatever. He totally has squishy face. I feel like. Tony got a little bit of a haircut. Maybe his hair's just thinning, getting older. Maybe. Okay. I was going to go with Captain Marvel gets a haircut. Captain Marvel gets a haircut. Yeah. Very lesbian chic. Uh-huh. Um, you know what else? Maybe, yeah. Thanos gets his whole head cut off. It's <laughs> 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 kind of a haircut. Oh, Thor gets a new beard. That's a hair oh grow. My <laughs> oh, my God. It is. It's not flattering. No. And his like long hair is back, but like dirty looking. Yeah. Yeah. And his beard is like curly and like there. Mm-hmm. Um, and like different color than his hair. Which there's like most so much are. hair changing in this movie. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say the Hulk. Oh. Because you know, like usually Bruce Banner, when he changes into the Hulk, he has that like shiny hair. Mm-hmm. Now he's like the Hulk. Bruce Banner, like Bruce Banner in a green giant body with Bruce Banner hair. And stubble. Uh-huh. So the Hulk gets a new haircut, which is just Bruce Banner hair. <laughs> like it should have been all along. Yeah. Now, does anybody take off their shirts? Thanos, at the end. Dusted. His shirt dusts first. Mm-hmm. And Scarlet Witch, like, rips off a bunch of his armor. 
Hulk. Uh huh. Always shirtless, except for that one time when he's like wearing a shirt. Yeah, well, I, regular Hulk never wears a shirt. Banner Hulk wears shirts, but then he has to like take it off. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing is Thor does, but it's Fat Thor, so yeah. What? <laughs> but he still has abs. Uh huh. And nice arms. Yeah. Yeah, I was talking about this with a web guy, and he was like, I was like, those arms do not belong on that body. No. <laughs> like, you fat suited him up, but, like, did not, like, do a great job with those arms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or, like, the fact that your face would get a little chubbier, although it would have been hidden by that, like, giant beard. Sure. So, are we ready to talk about the plot? Mm-hmm. We start out with Hawkeye having lovely family picnic time. Teaching his daughter archery, she's good. He calls her Hawkeye and teases her. And then his entire family gets Thanos dusted. The movie just starts. I don't know if it was like the theater's choice to do that because it's so long. Like there was no like pan in or like, you know, establishing shot or opening credits or anything like that. It just like starts. I don't think it was the theater's choice. It's it's basically a reminder that... um, uh, Thanos dusted a lot of people, and in this particular case, the luck of the draw is that Hawkeye like really lost out because mm-hmm. his entire family got dusted, and now that's why for the rest of the movie he's very very angry and spends his time like going on like a Dexter like killing rampage. Yep. Only I'm assuming he's like less careful about. I haven't seen Dexter. <laughs> <laughs> he's a little messier. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what am I talking about? Because after that, they do like the Marvel big logo thing. Right? Mm-hmm. The next scene is in space in the Guardian ship. It's just Tony Stark and Nebula who are stuck there because everybody else got dusted. Um, they're playing paper football. Um, Nebula nearly agrees that it's fun and then they think they're going to die because they're running out of fuel and air and Tony records a goodbye message on his helmet um, it's day 22 of being stuck in outer space um, and they're dead in the water and then as he's sitting in the the pilot chair because for whatever reason uh, Nebula like picks him up from where he was sleeping and puts him in the chair um, there's a bright light and then somebody comes to save him. Captain Marvel? Yeah. I was shocked because I assumed that the after credit scene of Captain Marvel where she like appears at Avengers headquarters was like going to be one of the like after credit scenes that they pull from the next movie. Uh-huh. And it just wasn't. No, they just ignore that and she just shows up. So like this took place after that. Yeah. Also, I thought it was really cute that he was teaching Nebula how to play uh, paper football. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Um, she doesn't need a helmet to breathe. Um, also, she glows all the time for whatever reason. Why is Glows? Um, Captain Marvel, not Nebula. Oh, yeah. It's the she. Because she's like, got powers. Oh. Okay. <laughs> sure. Um, and then she, like, pushes their ship back to Earth. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, at Avengers HQ, Captain America shaves his beard while meeting. They mention that 50% of all living creatures, so not just, like, sentient beings who overrun planets, 
but I am assuming that means poor ants. Mm-hmm. Birds. Been eliminated. Um, they have been actively looking for Thanos, but not able to to find to find him. Um, um, then Tony gets back and was totally an asshole. He wasn't an asshole. Yes, he was. What do you mean? When he got back and he was like hungry and he was like, we're the Avengers, not the pre-Avengers. I he's right. <laughs> yeah, but you don't have to be like that. I mean, he was just trapped in space for three weeks without a lot of food and like all everyone he knows died and he had to watch Spider-Man die in front of him and like everyone else has had time to process it and he's just been alone on a ship. But that doesn't mean you need to lash out at people or maybe you should like eat something and then talk to people. Probably would have helped and like slept. Yeah. But also he's Tony and he's like he lashes out. That's what he does. Yeah. That doesn't mean I have to like him. (laughs) Well, I do. (laughs) You do that. Um, But Nebula says she knows where Thanos went because he talks about it all the time. He went to a place he called the Garden. Which then made no sense because then they said that like they noticed a, a signature of the power surge that Thanos did when he snapped recently on this planet. So they did know where he was. <laughs> yeah, it's like they were look like like everywhere else, like 50% of things died. And then on one planet, a bunch of stuff got revived mm-hmm. or like got added. And so they were like, oh, that's where he is. Yeah, that was confusing. Yeah, whatever. Uh, so then they're like, let's go get him. And then and then there's the title that says Avengers Endgame. So they all are in their spaceship. They're just using the Guardian ship now. Um, and they go up to space and Captain Marvel's like, who hasn't been to space before? Or no, Rocket, I think says that. Yeah. And then um, like all the earthy people are like, raise, raise their, their hands. hands. <laughs> <laughs> Shyly. So then Captain Marvel's like, I'll go scout out ahead and do some recon. And she like flies around the planet. And she's like, there's nothing there but him. And he's like, doesn't even have any defenses set up. Mm-hmm. Just like hanging out. So then she flies down and like bursts through the ceiling and punches him and like holds him down. And then everyone else starts bursting through. And they cut off his arm. Yeah. Thor just what? comes right in with that axe. Yep. Which was my like go-to move. But... Once they cut off his arm and have the gauntlet and his dead arm in it, there's no stones in his gauntlet, but he's still wearing that gauntlet around because mm-hmm. it's stylish and heavy and uh, probably stinky at this point. Gross. <laughs> he says that the stones are gone. He used the stones to destroy the other stones. Mm-hmm. So now there's no stones. And like, we don't believe you in Nebula comes in and says my mom my father may be many things but he is not a liar <laughs> so they kind of believe him but like thor just like comes in and like chops off his head yeah meantime and like nearly gets blood in nebula's eye that was shocking yeah as a little caught off guard <laughs> yeah i think everybody was by how quickly like thanos died mm-hmm and I would also be if you were just talking about him and then you nearly had his blood in, his, in your eye. But that also confuses me. Like, why didn't Thor, like, cut his arm off in the last movie or cut his head off? Like, it seemed like a real struggle to slice him with the axe. In this movie, they just came clean off. I think because he had a running start 
And also, he didn't have all those stones to protect him. Mm-hmm. Now, can we talk about why it was stu- such a stupid idea to dis- uh, destroy all those stones? Why? Okay. So, you're Thanos, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. What's your goal? To destroy half the universe. Why? To make it a better place. Okay. What's going to happen after you destroy half the universe? Everybody's going to die. <laughs> yep. And then they're going to... I'll give you a clue. Pepper and Tony did it, and its name is Morgan, and it's not a teenager. It's like four years old. Oh, have children? Yes. And then it's going to go right back up to where it was before. I mean, eventually. Yeah. It's not going to take that long. It's going to take like 50 years if you're Earth. Mm-mm. Yeah. What do you mean, mm-mm? No, Yeah. 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 Uh huh. And then what are you gonna need to destroy half the population? <laughs> well, it was just a dumb plan to begin with. Yeah. He should have used the stones to like reallocate resources more equally. <laughs> yeah, that seems very complex. I guess it's probably too complex for like a movie like this where they really need a time heist. That makes no sense. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. <laughs> that was a dumb plan. <laughs> That's why I couldn't say that I like this movie. Because mm. I have such problems with Thanos' dumb plan. Well, that plan was from the last movie. But then he destroyed the stones. Well, he's got it. They're too powerful. Yeah, but then his plan should be to, like, redestroy half of everybody every 50 years. Well, no, I think he was just, like, trying to, like, teach a lesson while, like, resetting the... I don't think the lesson was learned. Okay. Moving on with the plot, now that you know that I think that's stupid. So it flash forwards five years. Captain America is in New York, and he's running a like grief support group. Mm-hmm. Everybody's real sad, including him, and he's basically saying like he's still real sad about like losing everybody he knew from the past. But you gotta move on. Can we go to San Francisco? <laughs> Geography. George Walker. Lang. Um, a rat runs across the dashboard and restarts the van at Quantum Tunnel. Mm-hmm. And Scott Lane pops out. He's very confused about what happens. Um, but he figures it out when there's like a big memorial to everybody who Thanos disappeared. Mm-hmm. And he looks for Cassie's name on the, the like plaques. He sees his own, but he doesn't see Cassie. So he goes to see her. And she's there, and she's a teenager. I'm 90% sure he left the little wagon with the Ant-Man suit at the memorial site. I don't remember. Definitely does, because he, like, runs to Cassie. Yeah. Yeah. She's very deprived to stand. She's about 15 years old now. Mm -hmm. So she was the teenager. Yes. You have such problems with children. I don't care about children. Um, (laughs) There's one child you care about. Who? The Iron Man 3 child. He's pretty cute. Wow. I hope you never have children. <laughs> you don't care about them unless you, they're cute. Yeah, actually, today on Facebook. Oh, uh, did you say something rude to some parent? No. Okay, good. Um, I had, like, you know, the Facebook memories, like, this is what happened however many years ago. And mine today was from 2016, where I posted 
an opening quote from Desperate Housewives, uh, which is... Your Facebook things make no sense to me. What do you mean? Like, you just post things, and I'm like, what the hell's that quote? (laughs) Uh, It says, there are many things that Gabrielle Solis knew for certain. She knew that red was her color. True about me. She knew that diamonds went with everything. Also true. Um, She knew men were all the same. Also true. But the only thing that she knew above all else, she would never want children. (laughs) And it's, like, funny, because it's, like, the opening, like, narration before they like also fast forward is it five or ten years I think it's five years and is pregnant <laughs> uh-huh good thing you can't get pregnant because oh my god I right cut those together so fast <laughs> <laughs> um then we go back to avengers hq and and the reigning avengers have a meeting black widow is kind of like running everything and she is like being kind of a control freak. Mm-hmm. What what have we detected? And there's like an earthquake. And she's like, how are we handling it? And that everybody's like, we're not handling it. It's an earthquake. We don't, like, you can't handle that. And then they also, like, mentioned that there's a Barton situation where he, like, apparently killed, like, a bunch of uh, criminal cartel people in Mexico and just left them for dead. And it, they know it's not another cartel, but, like, a rival gang. Um, it's it says uh Hawkeye all over it. So. I was very confused as to why he was using a sword. This whole thing is bone arrow. I don't know. Well, it's probably because now he has nothing to lose, so now he's just angry and I don't know. <laughs> but yeah. Um uh, yeah. That definitely isn't his thing. Black Widow was making that peanut butter sandwich. Mm-hmm. Captain America shows up <laughs> and they have a nice conversation about whatever. He's telling her to move on and she's like I got to do this because if I don't do it, who's gonna? And Captain America's like, well, who says it needs to be done? And she's like, this is all I have. And this is is basically monitoring Earth for security. Mm-hmm. And that's that's kind of true about a lot of things. You do a lot of things kind of on automatic, mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean that they they need to be done. But sometimes they do. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the notification on their little hologram screen. And it's Scott and Captain America's like, is this an old recording? And she's like, no, this is the front door. (laughs) Scott Lang is there. He comes in and he asks if anyone knows anything about the quantum realm, which I think this is one of the funniest parts of the movie where where Black Widow says, only to make conversation. (laughs) (laughs) And Captain America is like, no. Done. No. Um, he basically says the time works differently there. Um, they can exit and enter at different points. Their five years was only five hours for him, which explains why he was like so confused mm-hmm. as to like why when he popped out, what's her face wasn't there. Okay, sure, but um, that is not what happened to what Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, because <laughs> she aged in uh, there, uh-huh. <laughs> like substantially. Yeah, or maybe it's just plot convenient because if she didn't age, she would not be age-appropriate for Michael Douglas. Maybe, what is that proportion? Like, because, like, that time period was, what, like, 20 years? Uh-huh. Maybe she only aged, like, 10 years? She only aged 20 hours. Stupid. No. Um, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, mm. so supposedly he... 
got out five minutes later. <laughs> five hours later, but yes. He was like, so basically you're not proposing what I think you are. And he's like, yeah, like we could time travel. <laughs> uh-huh. So they try to figure out who knows about quantum stuff for real and not just to make conversation at apparently like the fanciest scientist parties. Um, so they go to recruit a scientist. First, they go to see Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. He is living on a lake now with Pepper and his daughter, Morgan, who's like four years old. Tony calls Didn't it think she was a great actress. You try acting when you're four years old. I didn't think it was too bad. I was so charismatic when I was four years old. Um, You were probably a giant ham. I put on shows. <laughs> yes. That's what a ham does. <laughs> and so you probably would have been unbelievable as a child actor in a movie. No, it would have been so believable. They would have been like, where did you get that child? From the pageant show? <laughs> yes. And also that child is going to grow up to be gay. I can tell already. Because he's amazing. Because he's amazing, but not at, at acting for film. <laughs> <laughs> Put that kid... <laughs> In a variety show. Oh, I would love that. They're like doing the father-daughter thing and she's like playing hide and seek, but she's wearing an Iron Man mask. And he's like, I'm making that for your mom. You can't wear that. And then he puts her to bed. and She's like, I love you 3000. Um, and the Avengers leave because he's like, I don't want to help you. Then they go to see Bruce the Hulk banner at a cafe in New York. And he's wearing a shirt. That's why he can get service. Mm-hmm. He's now green and big and looks like Bruce Banner. And he's he's got a name. And there was speculation that they were going to do that. What? In this Hulk, but I don't. Or in Wait, this movie. The Bruce Banner Hulk has a separate name other than Hulk or Bruce. Yeah. Because they're like different phases of the Hulk. And like, so this is like the one where he like is able to maintain the Hulk strength, but also like Bruce's brain. Uh-huh. Um, and there's like, he has his whole own like comic series where he's that way. What is it called? Professor Hulk. So I was watching a thing talking about all the different like generations of the Hulk. And there's like speculation that he's going to be that way in Endgame. And I was like, why? <laughs> like, I feel like they didn't actually talk about like how he got that way. Because yeah. like they were completely separate and like Hulk wouldn't come out. Yeah. In the last movie. And yeah, now absolutely. they just jumped right past that. Meanwhile, back at Lakeside, home of Tony Stark, he is doing the dishes and he looks at a picture near his dishes of him and his dad and of him and Peter Parker. I don't want to go, sir. Mm-hmm. And um, then he gets to thinking and then he works on time travel overnight. And then his daughter comes down and he's swearing and she starts swearing. That was cute. And then they and then they have a juice popsicle. And then Pepper and Tony talk and she says that they were lucky that they both survived mm-hmm. and not everybody was so lucky, which is absolutely true. Cuz like like he doesn't have a stake in this cuz Pepper's still alive and he agrees to participate in this time travel time heist. Mhm. But you know that heists are my favorite type of movies. So they do a time travel test using the quantum tunnel in the van. They send Scott through the tunnel. They get out young Scott, an old person Scott, and baby Scott, and involve some pee. 
Somebody peed in his suit and he's not sure which one. Then asshole driver Tony shows up. <laughs> Why are you laughing? It's true. <laughs> Why? Why does asshole driver Tony show up or do I, do I call him asshole? Yeah. Always oh, driving like an ass. I mean, yeah. He's got like a sports car. And he's driving like an ass. But one of my favorite like dialogues in the movie when he gets out of the car and he's like, I'm not going to say I told you so, but I told you so. Because <laughs> he was right. Yeah. Ultron, even though it didn't work out properly. He was, oh, he was right. oh, we're going back. Wait, what are we going to? He's right about Ultron? Yeah. When? What? What are you talking about? About needing to put a suit of armor around the world. His suit of armor literally destroyed a city. <laughs> okay, but if everyone had been on the same page and participated, it might have gone differently. <laughs> well, if he wasn't such an asshole, maybe he could have convinced some people. True. And then also he was right about time travel and about how they would turn Scott into a baby and an old man. And he was like, yeah, maybe you should have come to me. And they were like, we did come to you. And he was like, yeah, well, maybe you should have listened to me. <laughs> they did come to him. And then he thought this thing up, and then he fixed it at the same time he was thinking it up, and then they brought it to him, and everything was fine. Mm-hmm. They they both learned the same lesson at the same time. Yeah, but he has to be right and have the last word, because he's Tony. Because he's an asshole. That's awesome. what. <sighs> okay, you were making me like this movie less than once. <laughs> they decide if they're going to do this, they need to get the whole team back together. So they do. Mm-hmm. Number one. Thor, where is he? Geography, where is he? He's in New Asgard in Switzerland? Sweden? Norway? I was assuming it's in Norway, but who knows? There's lots of like weird letters I don't recognize, and I don't speak other languages. He's somewhere Nordic. I like how Switzerland is Nordic for you. I, I, I meant Sweden, but you know, there's a Swiss. There's this S and a W together. Yeah. Anyway, Valkyrie is there, and so is that rock guy. Mm-hmm. Um, Thor is playing video games, and he's drinking beer, and is fat, and has a big beard. Gross. <laughs> he's like very depressed, and he's like wearing like Jam. depression sweatpants, and uh huh, it's upsetting. But they try to convince him to join. He's like, no, 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 no. And then Rocket's like, well, there's beer on the ship, and that convinces him to go. Then they go to Tokyo. <laughs> Geography. Um, some hooded figures having a gun and sword fight with some dude. A bunch of guys, like the Yakuza. Oh, is that what's going on? I totally wasn't paying attention because it was a dumb fight scene that I was not invested in at all. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know who who anybody was. Turns out it's Hawkeye. With this bad haircut. And he's got a sword. Uh-huh. And Black Widow comes to talk to him mm-hmm. and get him to come back. She's got an umbrella because it's raining. And she's like... You need to come back. We figured out a way to save everyone. He's like, don't give me hope. And she's like, I'm just sorry I couldn't give it to you sooner. And then they hold hands. Then they go back to Avengers HQ. They now have a special time travel suit. Which basically just looks like the Ant-Man suit, but white. Yeah, I saw two people out today wearing like jackets that were like the Avengers time travel suit Mm. in white. I was like, how did you get that that fast? (laughs) But okay. <laughs> um, uh, pin particles are apparently in limited supply. There's enough for one trial run and one trip. 
there and back for each. Um, Hawkeye takes the trial run. He goes back home to see his family, but he just hears them and then is pulled back. With a baseball glove. Um, so they make a plan. They talk through each stone's history, where it is, at what time, and decide where and when to send the team. They argue about what, uh, where Doctor Strange's address is in New York City. Same, because I thought it was in London. <laughs> <laughs> and they figure out that at one time, there were three stones in New York City. And so they split up into three teams with different places and different times. Mm-hmm. Okay. You ready? Also, at one time, there were two stones in London. Maybe three. There were? Maybe five. Who knows? Yeah. When oh. the ether is like in London. Oh, yeah. And then Doctor Strange is in London sometimes. And then um, oh, yes. Loki goes to, does he go to London or Germany? Yes, Germany. Germany. Yeah. Because the, they're very angry about it in Germany. And then Vision goes to Germany later with Wanda. They're just all over. That's true. They are all over. They bounce back and forth between the three groups, but are three groups and three timelines. Mm-hmm. Um, but I smooshed them all together. Okay. Okay. Should we talk about money first? Let's talk about money. Money, money, money. Must be funny in the rich man's world. Hey, Felix. Mm-hmm. Since it's still opening weekend. Yeah. Do we have anything to talk about here? Or can we just say, like, totally over a billion dollars and um, it costs some money to make? But there were fireworks. True. They totally put off fireworks when everybody came back. Um, yeah, I have literally no idea how much it costs. I'm going to assume between 250 and $300 Uh huh. Um, plus, like, double that for the marketing. They really spent a lot on marketing because they they made those 40 posters. Plus the fact that like people are talking about this. Mm -hmm. Like when I said I was taking today off of work, people literally asked me if I was because I was going to go see Endgame (laughs) to say yes. It was really embarrassing and annoying. In terms of money, um, it has like every... um, Ticketing site, Fandango, and all of them have come out and said that they had the highest pre-sales of any movie ever. I believe that. Um, we definitely bought ours on pre-sales. Mm-hmm. And they're estimating a $300 million domestic opening. Uh, it's opening day and date everywhere in the world. So we'll get everywhere's numbers at the same time. China and Europe and America and Okay, when these numbers come out, you should tweet about them. I will. Because I don't care about them at all. I'm going to estimate that this movie makes at least $2 billion. Maybe even two and a half. Now are we ready for time travel? <laughs> sure. Okay. Time let me, heist. Oh, let me play play us out from that like nonsense money segment. Nope. That's it. Money, money. Group number one, which I'm going to call Group NYC. Mm -hmm. They travel back during the Battle of New York. This is during the first Avengers film. So when did that take place? 2012. Okay. The people who come back with that group are 
the Hulk slash Bruce Banner slash Professor Hulk, mm-hmm. Tony Stark slash Iron Man, Natasha Black Widow, Captain America Steve Rogers, and Scott Lang Ant Man. Scott Lang Ant Man. Okay, the stones that they're going to go get. Number one, the green stone, which is the time stone, mm-hmm. which is in the Eye of Azkaban. Agamotto. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Agamotto, that guy. Um, Hulk is sent to go get this one. He, um, he doesn't look out of place because there's the other Hulk roaming around smashing things. 2012 Hulk. They're like, maybe you should smash stuff to blend in. <laughs> He's like, I think that's kind of unnecessary. And then just like half-heartedly smashes a couple of things. At this time, Doctor Strange doesn't hold the time stone. It's the Sorcerer Supreme. Also, I'm well, Doctor to... Strange is also Sorcerer Supreme. What? That's just the title. Okay. At this time, it is Tilda Swinton. <laughs> yeah. Which I was shocked by. I didn't know she was going to be in this. Oh. Oh, we left her out. Tilda Swinton is in this movie. <laughs> the ancient one. And I wrote down, for some reason, Tilda Swinton, the Sorcerer Supreme is there because usually uh, the Eye of Azkaban isn't stored there. It's stored in um, that other place. I want to call in, it. Like this was or in the, the Himalayas? Yeah. Hold on. I don't know. I want to just call it Nidavellir, but I know that's oh, not that's the that answer. planet. It's uh, Comertage. Yeah. Good job. I'm just going to edit me out. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to be like in with I think she had it because like she puts it on when there's like a big major threat or whatever. Oh, okay. But again, there's always going to be my problem. And then goes to the place where there's the major threat in case like she can be there to have it stolen from her. Cool. I've always had a problem with um, Doctor Strange because they have crazy magic powers that could come in so handy like regularly and they Uh never use them. They use these dumb little shields and like whips, like little magic whips. (laughs) And I'm like, no. Like, okay, all these aliens are attacking New York City. People are dying and buildings are collapsing. It's like 9-11, 7,000 times over. Mirror dimension. <laughs> like, <laughs> why are you not doing that? Mm-hmm. Made no sense. Um, but yes, yeah, so she's there with her dumb little magic shield, like deflecting bullets and stuff. Yeah. And then Hulk shows up on the rooftop and he's like, I'm here to see Doctor Strange. And she's like, You're five years early. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Which means that she's regularly just like looking into the future. Oh, yeah. And he's like, well, we need that thing on your neck. And then she's like, you're not going to have it. And he's like, well, I'm going to have to insist. And she does that thing that she does to Doctor Strange where she like punches him in the sternum and his spirit flies out of his body. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Which again, why not do that to Thanos or something? Like there's so much magic that could be used here. (laughs) I'm not going to disagree with you. Then she does some explaining. Mm-hmm. You she want talks to him about how time works. Um, oh yeah, because in all the movies from the eighties, when you mess with time, it like changes the future, which they talk about in the scene where they're trying to convince Doctor uh, Tony Stark to go on the time heist and like Back to the Future and Terminator and all that. And she's like, "How it actually works is." Like, nothing will change in your timeline, but in my timeline, 
it'll just like branch off in a new timeline where everyone's sad and dying because the time stone's gone. And he's yeah. like, well, we'll bring it back. <laughs> yeah. Part of the explanation, I think, involves the infinity stone creates the flow of time so you can't destroy it. And I was like, what? Because Thanos said he destroyed the, the oh. stones. Oh, she definitely does say that the infinity stones do something in terms of like setting in time in motion. Yeah, and then I was like, uh. <laughs> but I didn't say that aloud in the theater. But I, like, I'm pretty sure they just have like the power of space and time. They aren't actual space time. Duh. Um. Anyway, he promises that he will bring it back and it will be like it was never gone because with time travel, he can just bring it back to the exact same moment. And she's like, I would love to do that. But like, if you die, you're not going to bring it back. And I can't risk my reality. And he's like, but Doctor Strange said to do this, which he didn't really say to do that. He just like said this my reality might like work, so whatever. And so then then she's like, Oh, Doctor Strange is supposed to be the best of us. So mm-hmm. if he said that, I'll totally give this to you. And she just gives it to him. But I feel like shouldn't but she already know all this too? <laughs> does she she opens up the eye of Azkaban and gives it to him, right? Mm-hmm. Is it in a container at that point? The stone? Yeah. No. Is he touching a rod, high yeah, stone, and yeah. shouldn't he be dying? So here's the thing. I was thinking about that because they touch literally every stone just plain in this movie. Um, the only one that I think that they're not able to touch, how I rationalized it, is the power stone because they keep it in the orb. And that's the well, one from... Uh, they keep it in the orb, and then they have the one in the tesseract that's in the tesseract, and they have the one in the scepter. Do they keep it in the scepter? Well, they have to take all of them out. Yeah, eventually, but they they have um, Tony's weird like thing to do it, like they do it with tools. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So yeah, no, he definitely just touches the time stone. Then. Okay, cool. Yeah. Maybe it's okay because it matches his skin tone. Well, I mean, like, the other thing about it was she made him into regular Bruce Banner. And because, like... Oh, I guess by spirit punching him. Tilda Swinton and Doctor Strange don't ever even touch it. They, like, use their, like, telekinesis. Yeah. Okay. Weird. Cool. Yeah. Um, Um, But, yeah, so she gives it to him. Oh, you know what? The reason that she can't see it because she can't see past when she dies. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Which... If that's true, how does Doctor Strange see the future then? Because he dies. That's true. I don't know, because I didn't remember that. Ooh, this stuff doesn't make sense. Plot holes. Are we ready to move on to the second Mm -hmm. Infinity Stone? The Yellow Stone, the Mind Stone. Okay. Which is housed in the Loki Scepter, which has a blue container to confuse everybody. Scott and Tony and Captain America by on Tony and Captain America at the Avengers Tower. Mm-hmm. This is just after Battle of New York and Loki is being like taken away. Tony comments on the Cap's old costumes uh, butt and then they have a lovely conversation about his butt. Such a good butt. It is very nice. And Tony was 100% right. That old costume does not make his butt look as good as the new costume does. But it is America's ass. It's America's ass. Uh Uh-huh. Mine. (laughs) (laughs) So it's it's your ass in Mm -hmm. a sense. Um, But yeah, I liked liked when they fought. 
themselves. And then Hitman and Tony were trying to get the Tesseract from Loki. And then they had, like, did you notice the, like, the scene where he gets in, uh, the elevator is, like, identical to the scene in the elevator from Winter Soldier? Yeah, that's why it's the next point in the thing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> on the elevator, Captain America gets on on a different floor, and mm-hmm. the um, Hydra Division of... The Hydra Division of S.H.I.E.L.D. S.H.I.E.L.D. is... <laughs> what? It's true. <laughs> Technically. Um, is carrying the scepter downstairs, and Captain America gets in in the middle of it, and it is totally reflective of that other time he gets in an elevator <laughs> with a bunch of... Hydra Division of S.H.I.E.L.D. people. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, he's going to fight all these guys in this glass elevator because why else would they be in a glass elevator other than to have the camera so we can see it? Mm-hmm. But instead, he just says, change of plans, guys. I'll be responsible for the scepter. And they're like, okay, we're going to have to call this in. And they, and he's like, there's no need. And then he whispers, what, Felix? Hail Hydra. So they just give it to him. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, on the ground floor, I think, of the Avengers Tower, the blue stone, the space stone, Mm -hmm. which is in the Tesseract, Scott and Tony are going after this one. They shrink Scott down to be tiny for a bunch of this, um, and they need to get it away from uh, 2014 Tony Stark, who is surrounded by guards, and they are guarding Loki who is being argued about whether he should face justice in Earth or justice in Asgard. Mm-hmm. Tony Stark is dressed up as a sunglassed armed guard, so he doesn't get recognized as being also Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. And put Ant-Man inside your 2012 Tony Stark's heart and like disrupt a thing and give him like a heart attack. And order to cause a medical distraction and then kick away the Tesseract so we can steal it. Mm-hmm. So they do that and like they, they call the medics over and then Hulk comes down because a regular Hulk <laughs> had to take the stairs since he can't take the elevator and is real angry about it and he's like, so many stairs and then he smashes the briefcase containing the Tesseract and then Loki escapes with the Tesseract. Yeah, never to be seen again in this movie. Well, he Loki is seen again, but not this timeline Loki. Uh-huh. So my speculation is that the Disney Plus show starring Loki is going to be about... I am so confused by this Disney Plus thing. It's like Netflix, but for Disney shows. I know, but like I associate Disney with being children's stuff. It's mostly going to be children's stuff. They're going to keep it all family friendly, but they're going to be like, they're going to have Star Wars and like Marvel stuff. Yeah. And so it like throws me off. Yeah. Anyway. So yeah, I'm thinking that that's what Loki's show is going to be. It's like that timeline Loki who escaped with the Tesseract. Then at 2012, Captain America fights Endgame Captain America on a high catwalk. And the 2012 version thinks that it's Loki and calls it in and says, I've got eyes on Loki. But they totally missed the Tesseract and now need to come up with plan B. Which I get why they did this for like plot convenience reasons, but like literally for 70 years the tesseract was just like sitting in a box and like also they could have gotten it from the ice with captain america they could have gotten it uh later like 
They've had it at Avengers HQ for a period. It was at Asgard for a period. Like, well, so that's the other thing. They're like, they chose to go to New York because at one point there were three stones in New York, but at one point, uh, the collector had like two or three stones. At one point, there were like two stones on Asgard. They they had to pick their points. I guess. But yeah, so instead of just going to a normal period in time to get Tesseract or just like trying to do this over again a second time, they go back. Oh, because they wanted to get Pym particles, I suppose. But like they could have oh, just like taken yeah. a plane to San Francisco and gone to Hank Pym. Uh, <laughs> they um, go back to 1970 to the um, Air Force base or the Army base um, yes. from Captain America Winter Soldier. Where is it? In New Jersey. <laughs> Geography. So I, when they said they were going to New Jersey, I uh-huh. thought that they were going to go to Flushing. That's in New York. I know, but it feels like it shouldn't be. Um, I was thinking like the the um, Stark Expo. I don't know. I just thought that that would be like, I mean, they still do run into Howard, but like I saw that coming. I just assumed it would be like, they're going to go to like the Stark Expo or something and he's going to see Hank Pym to get the Pym particles and then like run into his dad. Captain America and Tony Stark ride an elevator together and they totally arouse suspicions from some lady who asks if they're new. Um, Tony goes underground to get the Tesseract in the bunker. He runs into Howard Daddy Stark and they have a nice conversation. And then at the end of it, Tony totally hugs his dad and thanks him for everything he's done for this country. You know, he's talking about having a kid and like comparing himself and like coming to terms with like the way his dad treated him when he was younger and how he's the same as his father and they're both assholes. Um, it turns out his dad's chauffeur is named Jarvis, mm-hmm. who apparently was also in the Peggy Carter founder of Shield or Agent Carter. Agent Carter, <laughs> founder, founder of Shield. He's also British. I mean, it's not the same actor, right? I don't think so, because that's Paul Bettany. Um, meanwhile, Captain America uh, gets on the phone and calls Dr. Pym and makes him come get a large glowing package from shipping mm-hmm. to get him out of his lab. And then uh, sneaks in to steal Pym particles and ends up somehow hiding in Peggy Shield Director's office. And there's a picture of him on her desk. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, I'm so sad and I miss her. And then he's watching her through the window and I'm like, that better be one-way glass because she's like a secret agent and there's no way she wouldn't like feel this like six foot three, like 200 pound man staring at her through a window in her office. I wasn't thinking about that. I was like writing notes. Yeah, I was (laughs) writing notes. That's what I was doing. (laughs) But yeah, he's still longing for Peggy. So they get the pin particle so then they can can, uh, make the return trip. Back to the end game present. Group two. They go to Asgard in 28. The people who go there are Thor and Rocket the Raccoon. They're going there to get the Redstone, which is really the rea- reality ether particles, which is currently located inside of Jane. Oh, by the way, Natalie Portman slash Jane Foster is also in this movie, but we don't know that she's really in this movie. And she's in B roll. 
I think. Yeah. Thor is there, and he's real sad about Jane. And then he gets snuck up on by his mother. Oh, he also gets real sad about his mother. Mm-hmm. Um, because this is the day that like they come back on the day that she dies. And he's already like going through his like tragic depression. Yeah. Um, and she notices that his eye is weird. And I said, duh, because it's a different color. <laughs> she says that he is from the future and she can tell these things because she was raised by witches. Which I love because I like witch stuff, but also because oh. I've always wondered why she was magic and why Loki was magic if he wasn't their biological child. Oh, that's why you were so excited about that. Yeah. I was just like, there's witches in this universe? Well, that too. But yeah, because I was like, Thor and Odin have powers, obviously, so I could like understand the mom having powers. But then like, how does Loki have powers? Because none of the other ice ice giants, (laughs) frost giants. Yeah. (laughs) No other frost giants have those powers that Loki has. So like, how does he do all his like weird little like trickery? Because his mom taught him. But I was like, well, how does she teach him trickery? Because it's witchcraft. Oh, also, we do already have witchcraft because we have wizards. That's sorcery. That's all the same thing. Okay, <laughs> it, fine. Harry Potter goes to Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. <laughs> fine, I'm not going to argue that anymore. Okay. So, anyway, uh, Thor has a touching conversation with his mother. Mm-hmm. Um, and she says, don't tell me my future. That's not my place to know. Um, meanwhile, Rocket does the hard work of collecting the ether from James' body, and then they go home. But first, Thor calls Mimu and finds out that he is indeed still worthy, and he gets to take the hammer with him to the future. Yes. I don't know what else I had to say about it, but he totally steals the hammer from himself. Oh, that's super true. I'm assuming he. I'm assuming it's put back but like i don't know how um, oh yeah because captain america takes it at the end yeah but like captain america would also have to like go to asgard which is a hard thing to do as a human um what's his face just sees everything and like he just like asks please let me return thor's hammer which thor stole from himself and it was totally not me but you saw it all because you're no, he like he uses the the quantum bird. Oh, he, and just appears in Asgard. Yeah, okay, so I gotcha. He has to put the You're stone right. back inside of Natalie Portman. <laughs> oh, yeah. That seems evil. Okay. Group number three. They go to a planet called Morag. Mm-hmm. This is includes Natasha Black Widow. Nope. What do you mean, nope? Yes. I, so, I always forget that her name is like Natalie and Natasha. Oh, like her nickname is Nat? Yeah. But it stands for Natasha because Nat is not the first sound in Natasha. No. It is super annoying. What does she say her name is in the first Iron Man? Oh. She's like under an alias. Yeah. And then like I also always confuse Scarlett Johansson and Scarlet Witch. Oh, yeah, because that's the same. <laughs> Okay, hold on. Let me look this up real quick. Natalie Rushman. Yeah. So what she does say is Natalie. Natalie. Yeah, that's annoying. Okay, so it's Natasha Romanoff, Natalie Rushman. (laughs) 
Because why would we want to change her initials? Also, let's make their first name as confusing as possible with other stars in this franchise. Slash Black Widow. Real name's Scarlett Johansson. That's also confusing with other character names in this franchise. Hawkeye, Clint Burton. Colonel Bestie slash War Machine. And Nebula. Nebula explains that in this time and in this place, they are not the only ones looking for Infinity Stones. Mm -hmm. 2014 Thanos and his 2014 daughters, Gamora, the dead green one. She's not dead at this time. She's dead in the the endgame present. And Nebula, 2014 Nebula, are also looking for the stones. Mm -hmm. As a point of note, which I didn't notice, the difference between Endgame Nebula and the 2014 Nebula physically is there's a copper stripe on Endgame Nebula's head. They stay there, and they wait for Peter to show up. And um, Quill, not Parker. And then um, Black Widow and Hawkeye go to Vormir. Okay, so we want to go to Vormir first with the Soul Stone. Okay, so they're going to go get the orange soul stone from Ramir. It's it's Black Widow and Hawkeye. They set out for the planet on the spaceship, which they miniaturized and then in order to time travel with it mm-hmm. and then remade it big. And they pre-programmed it with the destination since Natasha and Hawkeye are both human earthlings who don't know how to fly spaceships. Yep. So they go to Vormir. They get that same speech that in order to take the soul stone, you must lose what you love. An everlasting exchange, a soul for a soul. This bothered me because they did not reference Red Skull at all. Uh-huh. And they would definitely know who Red Skull is. Would they? Yeah. Why? Because she's like best friends with Captain America. Uh-huh. So I'm sure he talks about it. And like, oh. also they were yeah. both agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., yeah, and so and that, like, would, that a big might be deal. somewhere in their files. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Peggy would have like written about like this crazy thing that happened. Yeah. And like I feel like when they talked about the the Tesseract, Captain America would have been like, Yeah, like we were fighting on the spaceship thing and then Red Skull like <laughs> hit the thing and he got like sky beamed up into the air. And uh-huh. then they'd be like, Oh, you're here now. But <laughs> like Hey, I feel like you're familiar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. But uh, yeah, maybe they did it and they just cut it out of the movie because it's three hours long and they didn't have time for any more dialogue. <laughs> no more backstory. <laughs> <laughs> um, then they argue about who should exchange this, their soul mm-hmm. for the soul stone. And then they do something that is very typical of the Avengers movie, which is the Avengers fight each other. But this is like nice fighting each other. It is. But it was stupid because, like, Hawkeye, his whole rationale was, like, my family's dead and I've been killing people, so it should be me. And I'm like, okay. She doesn't have a family at all, biologically speaking. So that's a moot point. I don't know why you're being so butthurt and acting like you're the only person that kills people when, like, her entire story arc for the first 10 movies was how she used to be an assassin and kill people and had to, like, get over that. Uh Uh-huh. But, yeah, so he, she, like, kicks him in the balls and runs and, like, electroshocks him. And then he shoots, like, an explosive arrow next to her and knocks her over and jumps off the cliff. And then she jumps after him and shoots a grappling hook because she's apparently Batman. And um, somehow ends up lower than him. 
and he's on the grappling hook and then he's holding her and she's like just let me go and he's like no and she like kicks off the wall and falls to her death uh-huh. and they do a little pan from above like they did with Gamora where there's like blood all over the ground this was a very bloody movie oh it wasn't like Captain America 1 bloody where the guy goes through the like <laughs> <laughs> the airplane propellers <laughs> But, like, you see, like, the blood splatter from her head on the rocks, and then, like, someone gets their throat slit, and you see it bleeding. Uh-huh. And um, they chop off Thanos' head. Yeah. Pretty graphic. That was the Tokyo guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a little bloody, but that makes sense. That's and they cool. swear a lot. Is it, P- it must be PG-13. I don't know. I don't think so. they dropped an F-bomb, but they swear a lot. How come an F-bomb would make it R and all the killing doesn't make it an R? Because the American rating system is bonkers. And they usually get one F-word. God forbid a nipple shows up. Well, a lot of people have sex in that five-year period because everyone's got kids now. But Yeah, but nothing on screen. Yeah. Rest in peace. She's dead. Okay, meanwhile. But also there's going to be a movie about her, so. So I'm guessing prequel. Yeah. Meanwhile, the 2014 Team Thanos, um, there's some weird function with Nebula's eye, and it displays uh, her saying that her father is many things, but not a liar, which is from Endgame Nebula. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it shows Thanos getting his head chopped off. This is offensive to 2014 Nebula, who is right now just trying to please her father a whole lot. Um. They eventually figure out that the files are future memories from Endgame Nebula from the timestamps, and then they scan Endgame Nebula's memories to figure out what happened, and Thanos calls himself inevitable. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the purple stone, the power stone, is uh, being sought by Endgame Nebula and War Machine, Colonel Bestie, in the temple where Peter Quill steals it, steals it from in the first movie, the first guardians movie quill is singing to his walkman so cute it's like like the direct scene from the opening of guardian yeah except it doesn't have the credits <laughs> uh-huh um and then they knock him out mm-hmm. they call him an idiot and knock him out um they go to the temple of the power stone and nebula grabs it but it's a little blue trap melts away the outer part of her mechanical hand Mm-hmm. Okay, good. I got that right. I was so this is where I was annoyed because when they're on the ship, on Thanos' ship, and watching that, like Gamora is like also wanting to like help and be bad, and then like for the rest of the movie, like eventually, spoiler alert, she like does become like on their team or whatever. But like it takes some like convincing. But in the continuity of Guardians of the Galaxy. She was already good at this point, and she had already destroyed the um. Oh yeah. The map to the Soul Stone because she was turning against Thanos, and then the reason she was going after the Power Stone and going after Peter was so that she could steal it and sell it so that Thanos wouldn't get it. Or no, was she going to sell it? Or was someone was going to sell it? She just wanted to steal it and make sure Thanos can get it. Yeah. She was not on his team at this point in 2014. Was she with Thanos? She was okay. with him, but okay. like she, I think, because then she leaves. Like the first time we see her is after Peter gets it. Um, she's on that one planet 
with Rocket and Groot and where they're all like fighting each other trying to get the stone. Uh huh. But like she was trying to get it for herself, not for yeah. Thanos. Yeah. Okay, you're right. So that was dumb, but she comes around in the end anyway. But then she yeah. disappeared. Yeah, or maybe she was ready. She just hadn't like made her move yet. Mm-hmm. And you can't see that in her face that she's. Then once they grab it, they go to time travel back. War Machine Bestie is uh, does, but Nebula's mechanics are being rebooted, and she can't press her time travel button, and it's mm-hmm. stuck. Um, now she knows that Thanos knows she is there, and um, and Game Nebula is captured by 2014 Team Family Th- Thanos. <laughs> um, and it ends up that 2014 Nebula disguises herself as Endgame Nebula with the copper stripe and travels to Endgame Times in order to get Thanos and his guys to the future somehow. Yeah. I was totally unclear on this. Don't know how they made that work with just the one vial of pin particles, but they do. Anyway, now um, present and game times. <laughs> Everybody is real sad about Natasha because she will not be coming back even though everybody else is coming back because it's a true soul for soul exchange for the soul stone. Tony Stark makes a new glove gauntlet for the infinity stones because that's the only way to hold an infinity stone is in a gauntlet. Also, I had a problem with the idea that Tony could just like make a gauntlet because he's just using like real world elements, <laughs> supposedly, unless he's using that one element that he invented. Um, but like in Thanos's gauntlet, it had to be forged by the heart of a dying star with giants and blah, 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 blah. Maybe he wanted his gauntlet to just be really good at not being hit by swords and stuff. And Iron Man is just making an Iron Man type gauntlet. It doesn't have to do with its ability to hold a power stone. It totally does. Well, other things are holding the infinity (coughs) stones like a stupid scepter and a stupid um, eye of... Yeah, they're holding them, but they're not making them usable. Uh, The Eye of Agamotto is. Yeah, because it's magic. And the the scepter, magic. Is it? Yeah. Well, that one's inside that, like, crystal case. Thanos gives it to um, Loki. Yeah. So does Thanos make it magic? Somebody does. It's from outer space. Um, Everything's from outer space? All I'm saying is... I'm made out of the dust from dying stars. I don't think that Tony's gauntlet should be able to hold it. I think that it's just fine because what would happen if you set an infinity stone on a table? Would the table melt away? Not if you're not trying to use it. But in in Infinity War, they literally say... He had to come here to have us make it because nothing else, no one else could create something powerful enough to hold on oh, to all. Oh, do they really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. And then the guy gets his hands handcuffed with metal, remember? Yes, I remember that. I was very <laughs> obsessed with those like metal handcuff things. So yeah, that was dumb. But 
they make the thing and then they're all like fighting about who's going to be able to use it to snap everyone back to life. And then Professor Hulk is like, we all know it's got to be me because I'm only the person that's like strong enough. And Oh, and it emits gamma radiation and that's totally my jam. Yeah. I love that radiation. He doesn't, but. <laughs> okay. Um, I can withstand that radiation because I'm already a Hulk. Yeah. Yeah. So he wears it and it, since it's an Iron Man, whatever, it just gets bigger enough for his hand and forearm. Because. Mm-hmm. Nanotech. Yeah. What, you know, what should I do? And they're like, bring everybody who died back in the current timeline. Like, mm-hmm. Don't go back five years. Bring them back now. Which. Okay. You have opinions about that. Yes. Okay. Most of those people would die, right? Like, okay, first of all, what about all the people that died just like domino effect after uh-huh. 50% of the people getting raptured? Yeah. Like, the power plants would fail. The, people the, driving on the freeways were getting in car accidents. Uh-huh. Anyone flying a plane would just like crash. Like, so many people would die. So, are they bringing those people back? just the snap people i don't know and then then where do they show up exactly also also why are they doing this and i think the answer is morgan what about her she wouldn't exist if they just went back five years i suppose but like so at the end um or like near the end spider-man says that when they got back, it was him and Doctor Strange, and they were back on the place they originally were. I was going to say Vulcan, <laughs> Titan. Yep. Um, so if that means everyone just got put back to where they were when they got dusted, then like all the people that were in cars and like whatever would just like appear, <laughs> appear, and then fall on the street, <laughs> and then get by hit by a different car. Uh huh. If you're an airplane, you just like fall out of the sky, like. Uh-huh. Doesn't make any sense. Uh-huh. So I'm imagining like at least a few million people died. <laughs> yep. But anyway. So yep. they snap everyone back to life and then uh Ant Man is like looking out the window and he sees some birds chirping and um And a phone Hawk- rings. Hawkeye, yeah, his phone is vibrating super obnoxiously on this table. And then he answers it and it says his wife, who's also in this movie. We didn't say her name either. It was in the family. Oh, that's fair. Her name's like Lori. Laura. Laura. Um, and she calls and he's like, I think that we did it. And then it cuts back to Ant-Man looking out the window and just like some explosions happen. Yep. <laughs> there is a giant starship outside. It is shooting at them and demolishing the Avengers HQ. I thought they all died. What? (laughs) Like in that moment. Oh, all the Avengers? (laughs) Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh. It would have made sense. Like, this is the part where, like, the movie kind of falls apart for me because, like, all of a sudden, like, boom. Like, it's, I mean, it's kind of nice that, like, okay, it's not nice, but it's, it makes like that like you can't just snap your fingers and make everything back to normal. Yeah. That something else crazy happens and happens immediately. Mm-hmm. 
But, like, the fact that, like, all of a sudden, like, Thanos is able to time travel an entire ship. Yeah. And be back alive. And his whole army. <laughs> and his whole army with those creepy, crawly monster things. Mm-hmm. And, like, shooting at things. And, like, yeah. Um, I don't know how we got there, but, you know, whatever. No idea. whatever. Meanwhile, Endgame, Nebula, and 2014 Gamora have been talking. Nebula says, we're friends now. And then we, like, joined up to fight Thanos. <laughs> and you also have this boyfriend. Because <laughs> later she recognizes him. And he's, she's like, this guy? They're friends and sisters. Um, Thor thinks that the whole thing is the trap. He wants to go in and just kill Thanos properly. He grabs both his Mew Mew hammer and his new hammer axe and lightnings himself, lightnings them, and suddenly his beard is braided. Mm-hmm. So confused by that one. I assume that's like more like Nordic rendition of Thor from like one of the comics, probably that he's like fatter and has like a bearded like Viking braid. I'm very impressed that Lightning can now braid things. Mm-hmm. Thanos says that his problem was that he left survivors who remembered things from before. He killed half the population. He wants to destroy the whole universe and create another one that won't remember anything and thus won't be mad that they were destroyed and then he, then will live peacefully or whatever and Which not is try such to a attack him. Dumb idea. Oh my god, so bad. Like it would just end up the same way. Duh. Duh. Ugh, stupid. Yeah. Gamora and Nebula sneak up on 2014 Nebula, and Endgame Nebula shoots her past self. Mm-hmm. And then there is lots of fighting. Captain America is now worthy. He can call Mew Mew. And there was like an audible gasp from the audience. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's another thing from the comic books. That Captain America is worthy. Yeah. How do you know all this stuff? You didn't read them. I don't, but I go on the internet a lot. Oh, I don't know how to internet. Well, this movie has so much like comic book fan service and just like movie fan service. But yeah, that was pretty cool. Cause like, so Iron Man, Captain America, and Thor are all fighting Thanos, which, by the way, I took issue with because there's no reason they couldn't kill him because he did not have the Infinity Stones. And like, I know he's strong. But, like, the three of them almost beat him uh-huh. with the Infinity Gauntlet. So, like, without it, and, like, they should have been able to beat him. Also, he's got this, like, weird sword thing that, like, completely chips Captain America's shield in half. Oh, yeah. And I was like, what is that made of? <laughs> like, it's supposed to be indestructible. So that was yeah. weird. Yeah, it's like a two-ended sword thing that's, Tall as tall or taller than Thanos. Mm-hmm. He like punches Iron Man away, and then he's about to like murder Thor because he doesn't have the hammer or the axe, and then a hammer and starts wailing on him and throwing the shield at him. And it looks like they're gonna win, but then they don't, and then they're all kind of beat up, and the Captain America is really bloody, and suddenly they're standing like a full mile apart from each other. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah. I didn't didn't quite understand how that happened. That's why I was staring at you going, what? <laughs> uh, but at one point, like, it looks like they're losing. And then, like, Captain America stands up. And he looks across this, like, very large valley. And Thanos is on the other side of it. Uh-huh. 
And is this when everybody else shows up? Uh-huh. Through slingering portals. And yeah. Black Panther is there. And Cherie is there. And everybody ever is there. Literally everyone. Yeah. So basically, Thanos like, summons. And she has a Pegasus. Yeah. yeah. Where did the Pegasus <laughs> come from? They had to have taken it from Asgard. Yeah, but there weren't any Pegasi on that, like... Spaceship? Yeah, on that. I don't recall that at all. Um, also, pretty sure that there's only a fourth of the Asgardians left. Uh-huh. Because he killed half of them, probably more than half of them, honestly. Um, and oh. Hela killed a ton of them. Uh-huh. And then the half of them would have gotten snapped. <laughs> so... But um, yeah, so like Thanos like is a mile away, and he like looks up at a spaceship, and then all of this like alien like war monsters start coming out, and it's like, oh my god, like they're gonna unleash their entire army, and like there's nothing they can do, and it's just Captain America and like Iron Man and Thor, and the rest of them are still inside like the rubble of um, the Avengers HQ, and then. All the slingering portals open. It like eventually just bleeds into like one giant wall of portal. Yeah. <laughs> so confused by that. And then like just a thousand people start coming out from like yeah, Wakanda. Like the entire Wakandan army. All these sorcerers, like the Guardians of the Galaxy were there. Everyone's there. So they're all rushing and having the big battle scene, which is totally cool but stupid. And they're fighting, and then uh, Jeremy Renner comes out with the gauntlet, and he throws it to somebody, and then they're running with it. Oh, Black Panther. And then he throws it to Spider-Man, and he's swinging with it, and then she gets on Valkyrie, he gets on Valkyrie's, like, Pegasus, and they're flying, but then they get shot down. And then Thanos is, like, getting beat up by all these people, and he's losing, so he's like rain fire down or whatever and then ebony ma's like but it's gonna kill our troops and he's like just do it oh because scarlet witch comes down and she's pissed and she gives like the same line that she gives to ultron and she's like you took everything from me and he's like i don't even know who you are uh-huh. <laughs> just like well you, you will uh, and she like lifts him up in the air with her powers and starts ripping off all of his um armor and like killing him um which again, why couldn't why well, supposed to get the Infinity Gauntlet at that point? Also, also, um, all it would take is to destroy like one stone, right? It was their whole plan in the last movie? Like they just had to destroy the one that Vision had, uh-huh. and then it'll be done. So why couldn't she just like rather than like because like Thanos was there by the time she started to try to like destroy Vision's stone? So why didn't she just destroy his like one of his on the gauntlet? Like, specifically the time stone, because then he couldn't go back in time and fix things. Then he wouldn't be able to do anything. Because then you can't return them to where they were, and... No, 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 in, uh, in Infinity War. Um, because he she didn't have access to him, and it took so long time to destroy him. He was right there. Yeah, you remember how long she was, like, standing there trying to destroy the one on... I don't know. Why are you asking me these questions? It could have been done. But anyway, so then the giant spaceship starts shooting missile things down at the Earth and just killing everybody, except for none of the important main characters. (laughs) How about that? Uh, Also, at some point, something happened in the water, which 
I didn't even realize that there was water anywhere near them, but suddenly uh-huh. there was like a giant ocean or a lake or something. And then there was like a. Then so, they were gonna get flooded. And Doctor Strange made like a tsunami, and then he was like holding like a hurricane at bay. <laughs> Something was happening. I don't know. Um, but then um, out of nowhere, the guns start like shooting at something in the sky, and everyone looks up and they're like, "What are the guns shooting at?" And then the ship just starts blowing up. Because it's Captain Marvel, who dun, doesn't dun, dun, dun. need oxygen to breathe. And she does her thing where she blows up spaceships with her body. <laughs> oh, we also totally didn't talk about the scene in the beginning where um, they were all being sassy because she was like, I'll just go kill Thanos. <laughs> and they were like, listen, we're all superheroes. <laughs> like, calm down. And then uh, Thor like sizes her up for a minute. And then he's like, I like this one. <laughs> so... Then she blows up his ship and she goes down and grabs Spider-Man and he's like, hi, I'm (laughs) Spider-Man and like hands her the gauntlet and um, she starts punching Thanos and then he punches her like halfway across. He doesn't hand her the gauntlet, does she? I think he does. No. I think she carries him. Yeah, she carries. Oh, she carries him because, yeah, they're trying to get the gauntlet to the van so that they could pin particle it or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so Evangeline Lily and she's in this. And um uh Scott are trying to fix the portal in the van, which is just like in the middle of the rubble in the middle of the war zone. Oh, good thing that for some reason they now can honk the horn using their key fob. Mm-hmm. Uh but they can't get it working. He's trying to hotwire it. Yeah, I'm so confused by this because I was like, wouldn't that van be squished? Mm-hmm. Uh, so then they like knock Peter out of the sky and the gauntlet goes flying and um, Captain- Thanos is reaching for it so Captain Marvel flies over to like punch him. And so they're punching each other and he tries to headbutt her a couple times and it just like bounces off of her forehead <laughs> and like doesn't phase her at all. So then he which was so clever, like honestly, one of the cleverest things in this movie that I didn't even think was like an option. He just like pulls one of the stones off of the gauntlet and uses it to punch her in the face, huh. um, and she goes flying. But again, that was the power stone, which he should not be able to hold without using the gauntlet. Uh, all of them, he should not be able to hold, but he did for every single one of them. But specifically that one, because that's yeah. the one in Guardians of the Galaxy where it took like. Peter being half god or planet or whatever and then oh. like the power of friendship to be able uh, to hold on to. Yeah. But I suppose Ronan holds on to it for like a couple seconds before he like puts it in his hammer. When do- Never mind. Like okay. right in that the final scene. He like takes it and he like slams it into his hammer and that's how he gets like all powerful and he's gonna go blow up the earth. Okay. All I'm saying is they're very wishy-washy about what can and can't hold one of these stones. No kidding. While Captain Marvel is fighting Thanos. Tony turns to Doctor Strange and he's like, you said that out of like a million or 14 million possibly futures, this is the only one that works. Like, please tell me this is the one that works. And he's like, if I tell you, you won't do what needs to be done or something. It won't happen. And then they're fighting and he looks over at the gauntlet and then he like Doctor Strange gestures at Tony like one. He like puts one finger up. So I was assuming he meant like just take one or like destroy one um so that he couldn't like get the snap off but that's not what he meant i don't know what he was referencing um was he pointing at something like the sky i don't know it was very weird 
I wasn't watching at this point because I was annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, Iron Man like grabs onto his arm and um, tussles with him a little bit. And Thanos thinks he's trying to get the glove off, but what he's really doing is grabbing stones. So Thanos throws him across the room or the field, and then he snaps and he's like, "I told you, I'm inevitable." But then the snap doesn't work, and he's like, "What the hell?" And then he looks at his back of his hand, and all the stones are gone. And he looks over at Tony, and he's got all the stones now. And they're all in his glove. Suddenly, they can just become a gauntlet. <laughs> I assumed it was his like nanobots. It was. Or, like it's stupid. <laughs> moving them around yeah. to his other gauntlet. It would have been like made more sense if it went to like the palms of his hands and like his so he's like I'm Iron Man and he snaps his fingers Thanos and all his people start disappearing Mm. into Thanos dust and just like Thanos and Hulk now half of Tony's body is like destroyed Um, but because he's not gamma radiated or Thanos he's just dying (laughs) Peter and Tony have a talk it's sad oh my god I like teared up and then I got mad because I was like, this is cheap to try to like elicit tears out of me using like the same dynamic two movies in a row. <laughs> oh. Mm-hmm. Wow. But I just, anything with Tom Holland, I love him so much. <laughs> and Tony's life signs are critical. So Friday is AI. Pepper talks to Tony and says that we will be fine. And then Tony's light of nanobots go out. And I said, which is not necessarily related to his life at all. I was nope, confused by that. because it's not attached to his body anymore. Yeah. But, like, clearly he's supposed to be dead. Unless they're, like, somehow powered by his body and have no battery life of their own, which they wouldn't because they need to be able to, like, travel across and, like, gather infinity stones. Yeah. For film purposes, it's very effective. Yes. Are we ready for a resolution? Mm-hmm. All right. Um, reunions. Everybody's at train stations. Everybody's happy. Reuniting with their former peoples. Hawkeye and his family do. Um, people are listening to Tony's recorded message um, about if I die before I go time traveling. Thor makes Valkyrie king of the Asgardians. And Thor becomes a guardian of the galaxy. And continues to call everybody wrote the wrong name and then get in a little uh, quibble about who is the leader of the ship. Mm-hmm. Peter Parker goes back to high school. Yep, and he reunites with Ned. Yeah, this is something that I thought was funny because that means Ned must be also have been Thanos dusted because like half that class would have grown up and be in college now and half the class would be like back in high school. Yeah. I imagine all of the relevant characters. How about that? <laughs> are still going to be in high school. <laughs> um, and at Captain America uh, goes to time travel and put all of the stones back in their proper times and places. Mm-hmm. And this confused me because I was like, and why is Captain America the one going back to do it when like Ant Man and like Pim and uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. This is like their life's work, <laughs> and like they understand all this quantum realm nonsense. 
<laughs> better than everyone else because he's stronger than everybody and knows where things belong Dumb. and also i don't know but yeah and so they're like it'll take him as long as he needs but it'll only be five seconds for us and then after five seconds they try to bring him back but he doesn't come back and they're like what's going on and then they look over the side and there's just like an old man sitting at a bench by the lake and they go over to talk to him and it's old man captain america and he's like, I decided I was just going to live my life. So I did. And then he gives his shield to Falcon. He says, you're going to be Captain America now. And Oh, and the shield is whole again. Yeah, I don't know how that happened. Um, he must have stolen one when he went back in time. <laughs> and then uh, it flashes to him, like, dancing with Peggy in a little house. And then it ends. And here's the deal, I hated that too, because in the comic books, Falcon becomes Captain America, but also Bucky becomes Captain America, and I could totally tell that they were like playing off of that when like Bucky and Falcon were standing next to each other, and they were debating like who was going to go talk to him, and I was like, no, 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 if this was the real world, it would be Bucky, because they are best friends and lovers, (laughs) Oh, right. oh, oh, the real world where where <laughs> Felix makes up the rules and he's married to everybody. Why would Bucky, his best friend, who sacrificed his life for him, just be like, "Oh yeah, you random stranger that I barely know and only interacted with in one movie, go ahead and go talk to my best friend." And I just like Bucky more. I don't care about Falcon. No one wants a Falcon Captain America movie. I barely want a Chris Evans Captain America movie, and I like him. <laughs> Ouch. Now it's phase four, maybe, if Spider-Man doesn't count, and Scarlett Johansson slash Black Widow is dead. Vision's still dead. Um, Tony Stark's dead. Tony Stark's dead. Gamora Endgame version is still dead, even though the 2014 version is now probably still alive. Loki is probably still dead, but also escaped. I don't understand. And then after the credits, there's no after credit scene. Just a little noise, a little clanging. Oh, okay. Then I'm not playing the sound effects. A little clanging, which is probably the Iron Man suit being created. Or who knows? Maybe it is a preview of a new Iron Man suit being created. Mm-hmm. Or a new suit being created. Oh, also in during the final fight scene, Pepper is there and she's in an Iron Man suit. Probably the one that Tony was making for her. Um, I'm gonna call it the Iron Pot suit. <laughs> Iron Pot suit. So, what did we learn? I learned that if you're going to be time traveling, turn off your cloud sink. Mm. So that's totally how Nebula gets caught. Yeah. Um, we learned that all the '80s time travel movies aren't real. <laughs> 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 and Thanos makes terrible plans. Oh, such terrible plans. Oh, we learned that if your contract is up, you may die in the movie. Yeah. And we learned who's really the captain of Peter's ship. Who? <laughs> Definitely Peter. You think so? But not really. <laughs> yeah, I think that it's 
once you've been once you've been king for a while, it's hard to give up a leadership position. It's just your regular operating mode. Mm-hmm. It's hard to go back in time and erase somebody from being born. Mm. Also, if you have nothing to lose, jump off a cliff. <laughs> well, I was gonna go with. If you have nothing to lose, you can do some crazy Dexter shit. Mm-hmm. What was your favorite part? Um, it was some of the quippy stuff. Mm-hmm. I think it might have been, might have been Captain America's America's ass. <laughs> what about you? Also, I think the quippy stuff I like the close up of Captain America's ass. I like the joke about uh, talking about quantum physics at parties. Uh huh. Um, I liked Captain America's I told you so, or Iron Man's I told you so, Captain America. Uh-huh. Oh, I uh, like the part where uh, Scott Lang's taco toppings get blown oh, yeah. away when like a ship lands next to him, and then uh, Bruce just brings him ex- more tacos. That I was liked, nice. Um, when uh, they're in the diner, uh, and these kids come up to Hulk to take the picture, and then. Ant-Man's like, what about me? Do you want a picture with me? I'm Ant-Man. And they're like, no, we don't know who that is. And then Hulk's like trying to convince them to just take the picture. And Scott's like, no, no, they don't want it. They're obviously uncomfortable. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> take your damn phone. I didn't like that one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what was your least favorite part? Um, I just felt like there were a lot of plot inconsistencies. Oh. Um. Really? Yes. Can I say I told you so now? <laughs> <laughs> but also, I hated um, just that like random like period kind of around that scene where they're first like experimenting with the time travel and it gets like very cartoony for a little bit. Uh-huh. And they start making all those jokes and then like Scott's coming back as a baby and like <laughs> just like it was like a 15 minute period and like it definitely needed some levity because like the whole movie was pretty like somber yeah but like it got so cartoony and i was like what's happening <laughs> <laughs> what was your least favorite part oh like a lot <laughs> i did not like chubby thor i mm. did not like plot inconsistencies the time travel stuff wasn't so bad. I did not like the fact that they didn't like reverse time to like bring everybody back instantaneously mm-hmm. because of all the like side effects of like all the crashing stuff. Yeah. Another okay. plot inconsistency. So they do time travel. Uh-huh. Through the quantum, whatever, whatever. But also Thanos in Infinity War uses the time stone. And I don't think that anyone actually uses the time stone in this one. Nope. But in Doctor Strange, they're going on and on and on about how you should never use the time stone because it opens up wormholes and uh, does all kinds of stuff. Uh-huh. And they don't address that at all. Nope. Also, I think that they could have just opened the gate to the dark dimension with that one spell and sent Thanos and all of his army there and Dormammu would have eaten them. <laughs> that would have been easier. That would have been fantastic, huh? All right. Scale. Yes. <laughs> On a scale to Batman versus Superman to infinity. <laughs> What'd you think of this movie? You are never a god. You 
Well, I did like that nothing was like just happy, hunky-dory, everything's great. So I'm going to go with um 12. Okay. Moderate. Yeah. Not 30, but it's not one and a half. <laughs> yeah. And you're okay with the fact that this movie is longer than Batman vs. Superman? I do like heist movies, mm. I think. Time. I think that's my thing. It would have been better if there were more cats and ants in it. But apparently they killed off half the cats and half the ants. True. So what's up with that, Thanos? But half the ants is still like trillions of ants. <laughs> it is like trillions of ants <laughs> if only they got on screen. <laughs> so what's next, Felix? Uh, we have to figure out whether or not this is actually the end of phase four. It fucking three. is. <laughs> and then you get to pick a movie. Okay. What do you think I'm going to pick? Oh, I had so many ideas. Mm, Back to the Future. No. (laughs) I'm not picking Back to the Future. Terminator. No. (laughs) Shazam. No, I'm not picking Shazam. (laughs) Okay, so I did a lot of thinking, and then I decided to take a, a suggestion from the web guy. Okay. This is a movie that has a Stanley cameo in it. Oh, Venom. No. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, it's got a Stanley cameo in it, and he was reading a script for this movie in Captain Marvel. Mallrats. Yep. Mm. What do you think is going to happen in Mallrats, Felix? Because I can also tell you I have no idea because I haven't seen this in like 23 years. Same. Uh, actually, I don't even know if I've ever actually seen it. I feel like I have. What's his name, right? I was going to say Kevin James. That's not his name. Uh huh. <laughs> What's his name? Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith. Yes, he's very big into superhero stuff. Uh huh. But he's more. Of, he seems to be more of a DC guy. Podcast is called Batman on Batman. I have no background knowledge of this. Mm-hmm. Nor do I care. Oh, we're going to talk all about it. I have so many Kevin Smith superhero related stories. Fuck, why did I pick this? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so what's the plot of mall rats? They're in a mall. They're not actually rats. (laughs) Okay, great. (laughs) So, (laughs) next time... Listen to us talk about some not actual rats <laughs> in an actual mall. <laughs> and summarize what's going on with, with phase three. This is the most kid stuff I've heard from you. I love the idea of like Tony, like I don't care about his daughter, but like the whole <laughs> like he's laughing because <laughs> I, I made a weird face at him <laughs> i like like the the father-son relationship between him and spider-man is super cute oh so what you don't like is daughters ouch no because someone who does have daughters but not really because he kidnapped them thanos and so like uh-huh. the whole like arc of those two characters in these two movies is like comparing like Iron Man and Thanos to each other and like showing how they're like the same 
and like they both have these like surrogate children and they both want to like be very like paternal in their protection of the world but they both like have kind of askew ideas of like what that looks like i think i'm almost following it other than the fact that tony almost never talks to spider-man and also didn't kidnap his children (laughs) or kill their parents i mean he might he might have killed (laughs) peter parker's parents we don't know what happened uncle ben that's that's true Maybe Tony killed him so that he could date Ame. Oh my god. 